How's it going, guys? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify. I hope everybody is having a good evening. I hope you guys are having a great night. So, I have already smoked. I took a dab tonight, so I am like, oof, I'm pretty up there. I know everybody's going to be like, one dab. But remember how I said a couple weeks ago I was going to cut back on smoking? Well, I've been cutting back on smoking a lot. To the point where, like, even just, like, smoking on the pen for a little bit, I'm good. I'm chilling. Maybe, like, a bowl, maybe two bowls, but that's it. Like, I'm not getting stone stone like I used to. And it's kind of weird. And speaking of kind of weird, I wanted to talk to you guys tonight about a new genre of horror that I have discovered called liminal spaces. Now, these liminal spaces are like pictures or places or videos of something that feels or looks familiar, but you really can't put your finger on it, like why it looks familiar or why, like, sometimes they're made to make you feel like uncomfortable. Like if you guys have ever played the Backrooms horror game or seen anybody play the backgrounds on YouTube, that's what I'm talking about. It's like that little bit of horror like like it's it's a scary place to be even though like if there was no monsters if there was no monsters nothing bad there you would still feel utterly disturbed playing that game like i felt really weirded out when i played it i played a couple of different back back rooms games but like i got really creeped out to the point that i was just like nope i'm fucking done like and then the monster came out and i was just like nope i'm super done but what it kind of weirdly enough reminded me of was amnesia like if you guys have played amnesia the dark descent you don't always see the monster or sometimes the monster is not real but the game gives this impression that the monster is constantly chasing you and that you have to avoid the monster at all costs or run from the monster because you can't kill the monster not to my knowledge anyways You can't kill the monsters that are chasing you in Amnesia. And they're always, like, an ever-present, like, overhanging fear that you have. Like, and there's, like, scenes where, like, you'll walk around the corner into a room and the monster will just be disappearing out of view around the corner at the end of the hallway. And it makes you question the idea of, like, even going down to that hallway because you don't know what's going to happen. I'm also recording this episode in my bedroom tonight, all alone, to get, like, better audio because it's been windy as shit outside. So I am sitting here, like, in my room, which is a comfy space for me, talking about this stuff. And I'm just like, man, I should not be talking about this in a single, like, room with just a lamp, sitting here talking about liminal spaces. For all I know, I'm going to wake up in the back rooms. Like, imagine how terrifying that would be. Imagine going to bed in your bed comfy space and you wake up in the fucking back rooms and like ever since i've been watching more and more of these horror videos lately i'm not gonna lie to you i've been sleeping on my couch i've been sleeping on my couch because it is literally the only spot in my whole house that has like lights and i can turn the tv on when i sleep and there's artwork on the wall, like, there's stuff to look at, like, I have my PC in my room, my gaming PC, my desktop, like, I can turn that on and, like, put on a video, I guess, but, like, man, like, it's just, there's this weird, weird feeling when you're home alone compared to, like, when you're home with, like, people home, like, for example, 
I used to rent a casita, like an extra, like a, a guest house, basically, at a friend's house of mine. That was one room and a bathroom. And, like, I had set up, like, a mini kitchen with, like, a hot plate. And I would just open the window and put up, like, this, like, bar- little, like, cardboard barrier thing when I would cook. Like, so that it wouldn't splatter everywhere. And it was, like... It was a really comfy, really comfy spot because, like, that room was more than just, like, a bedroom. Like, in the beginning, yeah, I got a microwave and I lived off of, like, microwave food. I ate so much, like, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, top ramen, like, in the beginning of living there because I was trying to live cheap that, like, I figured out it was actually cheaper just to buy, like, sandwiches and, like, go to, like, Winco, and I would budget out like a, a daily food budget per day. I'd be like, okay, I can go to the store and I can spend like 10 bucks today because that store was so cheap. Like with 10 bucks, I would get like a sandwich, a big bag of like a family size bag of chips and some Arizona teas. Like I was good. That was my munchies for the day. Like I'm pretty sure what's bad about this time though is I probably literally budgeted more towards like weed and rent than anything else like this was like when COVID first started right and we got those stimulus checks this is about the time that like I started the podcast I was living in this room and it was comfy and for those of you that have seen the old YouTube videos and like the live streams you remember like the closet desk setup that was my little acoustically lined recording studio that I converted my closet into a little recording room it was actually pretty dope and Yeah, I don't know. We're getting off the topic of liminal spaces, though. So, these things make you feel uncomfortable. And you can look it up. You can look up, like, pictures. You can look up videos. There's a bunch of different games. Like, the thing about it is, like, I I remember as a kid, like, seeing a Chuck E. Cheese full of, like, people, kids playing, parents sitting at tables, Chuck E. walking around, like, the sounds of arcade machines and, like, the ball pit and the music from the pizza area, like the smell of Chuck E. Cheese, which was basically grease. (laughs) And all these different things, but like, for the life of me, seeing a picture of one stark empty with no people in it at night, with just like the overhead white lights on, like the backup lights, they would turn on at night so the cameras could see inside the room. Like, seeing it completely devoid and empty was fucking terrifying. And, like, that gave me, like, serious Five Nights at Freddy's vibes for obvious reasons. The animatronics, you guessed it. But, like, it made me really uncomfortable to see it completely empty like that. And then there was another picture that I saw of, again, a McDonald's play place, but completely empty and devoid of any human life like somebody had gone into a mcdonald's when it was completely empty i think it was closed and like taking a picture inside the mcdonald's in the play place added like a creepy filter over it and it became one of the most terrifying things in existence or like there was another game that i played that had like an abandoned water park in it and that one hit home with me because when i was a teenager me and my friends snuck into an abandoned water park it was closed down. They were up for renovation. We figured we'd go in there and try to skate out some of the bowls with our skateboards. Unfortunately, most of the park still had, like, water sitting in it, which was disgusting. 
And I remember like that summer too, when this was happening, there were so many mosquitoes because, you know, stagnant water breeds mosquitoes. And it just really tripped me out. Like I did, I was not a fan. I'll be a hundred percent real with that. I was not a fan. And like, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of strange that like these spaces, these photos and little short clips of video are capable of giving somebody such like a, like an almost instinctual reaction. Like it's, it's like a knee jerk reaction. Like if I walked outside right now and like, there's one video I saw too. And I thought about filming a video like this where like somebody would be standing down the street behind the street lamp post, like, cause it's a thicker one. And you just film down the street and put a caption like, what a lovely night. And then that person in like a black hoodie just slowly like peeks their like body around the, the lamppost and pops into frame and just smiles and you add like a creepy saturation filter to it and like you like boost the whites a shitload so that like they're like literally like just edit in like creepy like tiny little glints for eyes and like a wide mouth. And that would be a terrifying fucking video. And I'm just like, dude, I could totally film a scary movie in my house. Like, I might consider doing that at one point once, like, the move is completely finished and we get everything set up. I've contemplated filming a horror movie inside my house. Kind of like how those dudes filmed uh, Saw. Like, Saw was filmed all in one room by college students. I didn't know that until I read that, but... They were challenged to make a horror, like a horror film, I believe it was, that takes place all in one room. So yeah, fun fact of the night is that. And then like, there was a horror movie recently that was completely shot on, I believe it was the iPhone 13. They shot the whole movie on iPhone 13 Pros. And like, I guess having the variability of cameras is great and honestly my iPhone camera like if I was to film a movie right now like on my phone and you would compare that to like cameras and camcorders and stuff back in the day like 4k is 4k I don't know about you but I think some of the videos on these the iPhones are insanely high quality for what they are which is literally just a smartphone camera but, you know, it's crazy to think of because, like, seriously, with an iPhone, iMovie, GarageBand to make your own music if you want to make your own music, a whole plethora of libraries of royalty-free music and things like that that you can add in, like, you could seriously make and produce a whole movie with some serious dedication on an iPhone. Like, you would have to clear out the entire storage on it to film all your clips but I think I might make that like my next challenge is like filming a scary movie on my iPhone. I think it's doable. But yeah, anyways, you guys let me know what you think. For all I know, I'm probably gonna hyper focus on that idea and like start filming a movie tonight. I don't know. But hey, who knows? Who cares actually? Anyways, you guys, I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode. But I really felt like talking about that spooky stuff tonight. So you guys have a good night. And I'll talk to everyone on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.